Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Nate. This is the Nate Show podcast. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Be sure to follow along on social media at the Nate Show on Facebook and at that's Nate Cox on Instagram. You can also ask Alexa or Siri to play the Nate Show podcast, and she'll start playing it. How about that? So thank you for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome to the show. Those of you that have been listening a while, welcome back. Uh, those of you that are new, there's been several new followers on the Facebook page, and it looks like the, the numbers, I'm, this isn't to brag, but the numbers keep going up, so anyone that's new, uh, it's definitely good to have you. Um, just now I realized my internet wasn't connected, but I guess I need that until I go to upload. But uh, anyway, like I said, welcome to the show. I'm actually, I want to say that I'm, I feel very fortunate and uh, since we're in the you know the season, it's Christmas season, and a lot of people talking about things that are on their heart, and everything. And uh, I do feel very blessed and fortunate to even be able to record this episode. I'll explain. I'll go ahead and explain why here in a second. But first, I wanted to give a shout out. We just did another uh, the Nate Show late night and live in Johnson City uh, on the 14th, so about a week ago as I'm recording this. And I want to give a special thanks to both of my guests that night, Jen McKinney and Dan Alton. Um, it was an interesting night, and they took it, and we had just a we had a great time. I uh, had a lot of laughs, and uh, I'll close this podcast episode in a little bit uh, with the same way that I closed <laughs> the that show with Dan. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And uh, the reason that um, I feel very fortunate is, you know, I'm on the road a lot. It feels like now, and it's a good thing. Things are breaking in a way that I always wanted them to. <clears throat> excuse me and they continue getting better now uh, i drove from johnson city to knoxville this past sunday and packed my laptop that i'm recording into right now as we speak um you know put it into my little laptop case and and went knoxville sunday i didn't even use it i stayed the night at a friend's in knoxville came back monday afternoon and just sort of went about my life and my business and it didn't dawn on me until Wednesday morning as I was wandering around the house I was like I need to go work on a few things um I was like wait a minute you know where's my laptop you know and it had been uh sitting in my car for you know the better portion of Sunday and then overnight and then Monday overnight and then Tuesday then overnight Tuesday Wednesday morning and so I went and got it out of the laptop case and it was um Almost like completely, not really frozen, but it had been very cold uh, Tuesday night here in Johnson City. And, you know, I was really, really worried about it. I couldn't get it to power on. And then I was kind of Googling on my phone, you know, what do you do? And they were saying, you know, let it basically let it thaw out. And it actually advised against trying to power it up or plug it in while there's still moisture on or in it because that can fry, you know, the internals and all that. And, uh, so I did that right away like an idiot. And then so I, for hours, about five hours, I was worried because I brought it in around 9 a.m. And uh, right around 2 p.m., I finally, uh, you know, by the grace, like, because I'll be honest with you, like I'd never backed anything up that's on here in an external hard drive. So if anyone's, you know, looking for a last minute Christmas idea, uh, external hard drive uh, would be a good way to go for me. Just one terabyte's fine. I don't need much else. <clears throat> but, um, Man, like I was terrified because you know every podcast uh, episode that I've ever done is on this laptop. Uh, any video that I've worked on 
although there's only two on the YouTube page, but there's several uh, ones that I, I like having. And there's others that um, there's other projects and stuff I'm working on. And all that work is on this laptop. And, you know, every there's all kinds of other stuff that I, you know, luckily I, I will say, um, I hope like, anyone is trying to read between the lines there. That wasn't a subtle reference that I've been looking at anything I shouldn't look at on this laptop. I've actually taken great pride in the fact that <clears throat> I've kept this even without antivirus software. I've kept this laptop very clean uh, and away from any, you know, I've barely been on any websites that aren't you know, necessary. I use YouTube and ESPN and stuff like that, but I've never really ventured uh, anywhere else with it. You know, they do like some online shopping or stuff like that. But um, yeah, I wanted to take good care of this thing. And I was, I was really scared and really worried there for a little while uh, that I had lost all my work. <clears throat> but luckily, uh, luckily everything worked out. So that's a good thing. Um, I didn't have really any, uh, you know, notes or anything planned for this episode. I kind of wanted to take it back to a time that I used to uh, talk about sports all the time. You know, and and I know a lot of you you probably just uh, turned off right there. But um, like I was, I've been you know really big in the NBA season. You know, I'm looking at I know the Lakers lost tonight, and you know that was we like the Clippers. Last time I looked, they were up like. 16 now they're down 12 in the fourth quarter of the Rockets so that's kind of strange but uh you know I saw this past week that um Kevin Garnett and Adam Sandler have been making the rounds doing interviews because Adam Sandler has a movie Uncut Gems coming out and um I'll speaking of movies I want to say before I wrap up this episode I do want to talk about the new uh, I haven't seen it yet but I do want to talk about the new Star Wars and kind of my thoughts on the franchise and everything else so uh, be ready for that um, but yeah they're going around promoting Uncut Gems and that's cool seeing Adam Sandler doing whatever and it, it turns out that that movie is set during the 2012 <clears throat> basketball season so I mean that's kind of the Kevin Garnett connection and uh, Kevin Garnett went on the Bill Simmons podcast recently and this, this past week and was talking about how um basically saying that you know the whole reason that LeBron James left Cleveland the first time and went to Miami is because you know he wanted to, he needed to form a super team to be able to get past the Celtics and you know the only reason that the Heat beat the Celtics in 2012 according to Garnett is because the league had an agenda to get LeBron James in the finals and blah 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 and you know all this stuff and there's several things that I thought, and I'm not just saying this because I strongly dislike the Celtics, uh, because honestly, you know, Kevin Garnett spent more time, you know, with other teams than he did the Celtics. He spent a hefty majority with the Minnesota Timberwolves. He spent a few years with the Brooklyn Nets and, you know, finished his career with the Timberwolves. Uh, he spent, if I'm not mistaken, five or six seasons in Boston. Uh, and that was an interesting time, you know, that first year the Celtics with Garnett and Pierce and Allen, Ray Allen, they uh, won a championship, beat the Lakers in the finals. And um, I've always felt, though, that the Celtics uh, extremely underachieved, even in spite of winning a championship with that roster. Uh, I know the next season that Garnett was injured in the playoffs and uh, they it didn't make it. And they made it the finals a year after that loss to the Lakers, but never made it back to the finals. The closest they came was that 2012 where they took uh, Miami to a game seven. They had a three, two lead. And uh, this was like kind of the first thing that I took offense with that Garnett said was he was saying, you know, 
uh, the league had an agenda. You know, the agenda didn't score 45 points on you in game six. LeBron James did, you know, for all this talk about you being a defensive stopper. You weren't really effective that game. Now, were you? Now, I know that, you know, it, it takes a team, but your previous statement earlier in the interview with Bill Simmons was you never felt like LeBron could beat all five of you. Well, you had all five of you. He beat all five of you there in game six, and the game was never really even close. Um, and I know that at that point LeBron had Wade and Bosh, but in that game in particular, you know, and you had chances to win in game seven, and, and you know, they made their shots and you didn't. And uh, I do miss that time. In some ways, it seems like it was a long time ago. In other ways, it seems like it was just yesterday that the Heat and the Celtics had that rivalry and everything. And it was fun to see the Heat win, you know, at Philly last night. It's good to see the Heat being kind of back in that uh, upper echelon of the Eastern Conference. But, you know, Garnett was saying that at the agenda. And uh, I thought that was a pretty weak thing to say. Uh, but that's a guy that, you know, talks a lot. So they're not all going to be winners. And, you know, I also find it odd that he that this he and this entire Celtics group that big three the Garnett Pierce and Allen crew make such a big deal about LeBron needed a super team to beat us well let's think about this for a second you know Paul Pierce was already in Boston uh but Garnett whined and cried his way out of Minnesota I don't I can't do it all by myself in Minnesota I don't want to be here anymore blah 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 like people just seem to sleep on that for some reason we forget that 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 happened and then he he you know whines and and you know pisses and moans and gets his way and is traded to Boston uh and then they sign uh Ray Allen and so they form a little super team they run through the east and they needed 7 games to beat Atlanta in the first round a lot of people forget that that was a 7 game series against the Hawks uh they didn't you know the Celtics didn't exactly just blow through the playoffs. It, they, you know, it, it, it took some effort. And that's fine. You know, they had three players that were in their prime, and they won that first championship. But I just find it odd that they there's this aura around the big three Celtics as if they won multiple championships, when in reality they did the same thing that the Pistons did in 04. It would be, it would be like Chauncey Billups, Ben Wallace, Richard Hamilton, Rasheed Wallace, going around talking about the Pistons, well, oh, four Pistons, all, man. like, you know, we both, we broke, uh, we broke Kobe, we broke Shaq, and Shaq had to go, ironically, Shaq had to go to Miami, you know, and join up with Dwayne Wade to beat us, or, you know, Kobe got rid of Shaq, we broke the Lakers up, like, it would be like Ben Wallace out here saying stuff like that, like, it, you wouldn't take it serious, you'd be like, bro, what are you even talking about? But when Garnett says stuff, it's like, oh, well, he's a Celtic. He's a member of the big three. Like, Yeah, and he whined and cried and got his way out of there, too, when they stopped winning and went to Brooklyn. So just like, just get out of here with the whole, like, the whole thing. Like, I, I, Seriously, I want you to imagine that Adam Sandler was doing this movie with Ben Wallace or, Cha or Chauncey Billups, and we'll see how great those sound bites are going forward. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, the Celtics act like, you know, they didn't form their own super team trying to take over the league. And overall, with the roster that they had, the talent that they had, they were an abject failure. You know, there's a lot of talk about Doc Rivers coaching the Clippers now, like, and him being a great coach. I mean, 
okay, fine, sure. But like those Clippers teams with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin always underachieve. They never made it over the hump. I mean, there's all this talk about how now with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, they're, you know, going to challenge for or win the West from the Lakers. And it's like they were an eight seed last year. That's how bad Doc Rivers is at his job is that they should have been losing and tanking so that they could get a better draft pick. But instead they, you know, yeah, made it as an eight seed in the playoffs. And, okay, they had a couple good games against the Warriors. Still lost the series. Like, so, like, that's the other thing with the Clippers that always bothers me is you've got, like, Patrick Beverly out here playing, like, being a menace on defense. He's a great defender. I'll give him that. But, like, he's awfully arrogant for a guy that's never been higher than an eight seed in the playoffs. You know, like, it's just really strange. A lot of unearned arrogance there. Um, but I want to move off of the, <laughs> the sports conversation and – um on to this is kind of an impromptu thing when i mentioned it earlier this whole star wars thing it kind of just popped in my head but i thought it would be a great transition for how i want to end the show as well uh you know it's rise of skywalker uh is coming out this weekend uh probably as you're listening to this it's already out in theaters you've probably already seen it by the time you listen to this but you know i've made jokes on stage doing stand-up about how you know the x-men movie franchise has better good movies in it than star wars movie franchise and i'm I'm really just kidding. Uh, it's a funny observation, but it's not necessarily a true one. Um, <clears throat> you know, the original trilogy was was excellent, and you know, it kind of. There's a lot of people that the episodes one through three are very divisive. Uh, you know, the Anakin, you know, series and all that. You know, I'm personally not a fan of any of those three, but um, you know, it's kind of what you're into and. Uh, sticking to the main numbered movies, you know, I don't much care for. I mean, Rogue One was a, was a good movie. Solo, I didn't think was a good movie, but uh, Force Awakens, you know, Episode Seven was good, although it was kind of recycling the original movie. And you know, the most divisive movie of all of them is The Last Jedi. Um, a lot of people didn't like the way that the direction went on that, and or the writing, or the you know the story beats in it, and you know, trying to get them to reshoot it and do it. It's just you know, if y'all listen to my episode about talking about Game of Thrones, you know how I feel about, you know, when fans don't get their way, you know, wait, they should redo it the way that I want it to be done. It's like, yeah, it's not going to happen. But, um, you know, and now we're finally, personally, on that topic, I've actually enjoyed The Last Jedi. Um, there are parts that I don't like, um, as with any movie. But I thought overall, I think, you know, and a lot of that... you you could probably give credit if rise of Skywalker ends up, I haven't seen it yet. Like I said, ends up being good and kind of rectifying some of the quote unquote mistakes. You can then look back at last Jedi and say, see, now it's not so bad now that it's been fixed, but I still think coming out of it that it's a good movie and it's, it's, it's a worthy addition of the star Wars franchise. But you know, it's crazy to think that, you know, episode nine is finally here. Um, I know there'll be more movies going forward. But this whole Skywalker saga has been, uh, you know, it's been a long time, like 40 years, over 40 years of Star Wars movies and wrapping up this particular storyline in a satisfying fashion is, is probably going to be very, very difficult. And uh, I've seen some mixed reviews so far, but either way, I just think you're doing movies on that scale and that platform that's part of what's been so amazing about the Avengers movies and the, the MCU, the Marvel cinematic universe is that, you know, over 10 years and all these different movies and 
story like just plot threads and all everything woven together so tightly and uh it's been incredible but i'm looking forward to seeing star wars i'm I'm heading down to atlanta this weekend i doubt i'll see it this weekend unless i go see it sunday night when i get back uh looking forward to seeing my sister my nephews my nieces all down in atlanta that's going to be great and uh this is a very very uh short episode the episodes when i come back uh from atlanta um, including the episode uh, next Thursday, so that'd be the 26th, so the day after Christmas. I have a brand new episode for you. The episodes are going to be getting longer. There's going to be, and I've said that for a while, but they're going to be getting longer. They're going to be more in-depth, and um, they have different people on promoting and talking about different things, uh, just having great conversations and that sort of stuff. So I'm really excited about that, and uh to those of you that whatever your religion is or whatever it is you celebrate, whether it be Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever it is you're into, I just want to wish everyone a very, very uh, happy and pleasant holiday season. I know it can be tough. I mentioned this a couple of years ago on my Valentine's Day episode, Love versus Nate, uh, which I know is a funny play on words, but it's probably my most serious episode. Uh, there's a lot of people that are... Um, that struggle through the holidays, uh, whether it be financial issues or maybe you're, you know, the loss of a, uh, a loved one or a significant other or what have you, someone that's close to you can make the holiday season, um, part of my language here, can make it kind of a bitch. It, it, it can be tough to navigate. Um, I know that, you know, I've been through Christmases where whether it be like coming out of a breakup or something like that, where you just, it's, you have certain memories and then those things can be, uh, it's, it's harder to move on from those sometimes is that time of year and everything can remind you of it. But, uh, I do wish everyone a very happy and pleasant holidays. And just, I just wanted to say that to keep in mind that like, you know, check on your friends, check on your family, let them know you're there for them. Uh, if they need anything this holiday season, this Christmas season, you know, just make sure you're giving everybody love and, um, you know, as I close out here, I just wanted to say that uh, I have a, a great many favorite Christmas songs. Um, there are versions of This Christmas that I really like. There's that uh, What Christmas Means to Me. The CeeLo Green version of that is my favorite. Uh, my other favorite Christmas song is That You, Santa Claus, Louis Armstrong. It's a karaoke favorite of mine. But um, usually I would close out the show by playing you know, a loop of my, uh, intro music or whatever. But I think this time it's more appropriate if I play a, a Christmas song and not just any Christmas song, but I want to close the show. The Nate show wishes you a, a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas by playing for you my favorite rendition of silent night. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> 